Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts season two of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Sometime around the start of the 21st century, mainstream America found out about yoga. Other mind-body disciplines, including acupuncture, chiropractics, and meditation, have gained significant followings here during that time. But yoga's rise was meteoric. In 2003, market data showed that fewer than 2% of U.S. adults practiced it. By 2016, nearly 15% of Americans over the age of 18 were engaged in the discipline, and another 34% were thinking about giving it a try. Yoga is a tough discipline to define. The National Institutes of Health describes it as a meditative movement practice combining physical postures, breathing techniques, and meditation or relaxation. Uh, But it's not really something you do, at least not in the way that you do push-ups. It's more of a state of mind. Uh, Technically, the highly physical practice that most Westerners think of as yoga is just one of a large body of yogic disciplines, uh, some of which are far more spiritual than sweat-inducing. Most scholars trace yoga's roots to ancient Indian religious practices, typically associated with Hinduism. The Sanskrit word yoga means connection. The yoga state is variously defined as relaxed attentiveness, a balance between body and mind, and tranquility. Whatever yoga is to whoever is practicing it, it can facilitate intense emotional release. 
Many sources cite resting postures, like corpse pose, as common settings for tears. Backbends, which are considered heart openers in yoga, make the list as well. But hip openers, particularly pigeon pose, seem to win the anecdotal vote. If you're unfamiliar, uh, one stage of pigeon pose looks something like a forward split, but the front leg bends and rests on the mat, causing the hip flexor to open. In another variation of the pose, a sleeping pigeon, the upper body folds over that front leg, and the forearms and forehead may rest on the mat in front of the knee. An advanced expression of the pose, called one-legged king pigeon, incorporates a backbend, where the foot of the back leg touches the head. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke via email with yoga teacher and mindfulness coach Daniel Shankin. He said, I'm going to make a t-shirt one of these days that says, In pigeon pose, nobody can see you cry. One time I cried in pigeon pose every time I went to class for three months. He explains that he wasn't in pain. He was just deeply sad. House of Works also spoke via email with Joseph Lopez, a Denver-based yoga instructor who said that he's also cried in Sleeping Pigeon. Quote, For me, it's always the hip openers that trigger emotions the most. I don't always cry. Sometimes I get really, really pissed off. Lopez, who has been practicing for 10 years and teaching for seven, thinks it may be a matter of where we store the emotional gunk of feelings that we don't express. He said, I carry my anger in my hips, so when I open them, that's what gets released. That sort of concept is a common take on the phenomenon, which seems to draw from the Eastern philosophy of chakras. There are seven traditional chakras that mark the points in our bodies where energy supposedly flows. In this understanding of wellness, a block in that energy flow can cause physical and psychological damage. The second chakra is linked to emotions and tears, and is centered around the pelvis. The idea is that unblocking that chakra by opening the hips could lead to a sudden flood of emotion, something like the unconscious exploding into consciousness. Science has started looking at the effects of yoga on the mind. A March 2017 study found that yoga can ease the symptoms of major depressive disorder, and other research has found that it reduces anxiety and stress and induces feelings of happiness and unity with the world beyond oneself. But science hasn't done much to elucidate the mechanisms responsible for yoga's emotional liberation. How Stuff Works also spoke via email with Dr. Timothy McCall, who practiced internal medicine before deciding to study and teach yoga therapy full-time. He reports having once cried after performing a series of backbends, but that this phenomenon hasn't been investigated scientifically to the best of his knowledge. One plausible explanation, he says, is simple awareness. Quote, Have you ever had the experience, uh, say on the beach or in the middle of the woods, when you get quiet inside and just become part of what's going on around you? Sometimes in that moment, you'll get an epiphany. Uh, Maybe you need to quit your job or get out of an unhealthy relationship. This might be something that you've known deep down, but have been overlooking during the grind of everyday life. And it can work that way with emotions, too. McCall speculated, they may be buried deeply, or sometimes just below the surface, yet out of our conscious awareness. 
when we get quiet and introspective in yoga practice, those emotions might come to the fore. It may be that yoga's focus on conscious breathing, postural alignment, and physical sensations, as well as the interactions between those factors, leaves no room for the noise of daily life. Suddenly, we can hear something deeper. Ultimately, neither science nor yoga practitioners really know why yoga can bring emotions to the surface. Maybe we never will. But McCall says that these types of breakthroughs are useful. As a yoga instructor, he tries to let them be. And for many practitioners, part of yoga is letting go of the hows and whys. To this day, Schenken has no idea why he cried in pigeon pose for three months. But that doesn't matter. For him, what matters is that he, quote, finally felt safe enough to express it and let it go. At the end of the three months, the crying stopped on its own, and my hips were much more open as well. Today's episode is based on the article, Yoga Makes People Super Emotional, But Why? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Julia Layton. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.